Hi, readers. Welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. What exactly is a pop culture audit? Easy. We take a deep dive of pop culture source material. In this case, it's Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Comb through it, highlighting some cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you found the right place. If you're not, you're still in the right place. You're just going to learn something. My name is Keela. To co-host Jasmine. And it's Bryn rounding us out with the trio. Whoo! All right, y'all. Are we ready to just dive into episode two? Week. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I oh, what a week. Yes, you're right. Watched it twice, pretty much back to back. And yeah. So Summer Summer House Martha's Vineyard, season one, episode two. The title is Guess Who's Coming to the Vineyard. See what they're doing there? on bravo so i watched this twice thinking i could condense this recap down Mm -hmm. like okay we got to get slim as we mentioned this is like a full almost hour right so it's twice as long as the episodes of the kardashians we were watching so there's a lot more that's happening um but there's so much nuanced mess in this episode it's very hard to slim it down So I'm going to go through as quickly as I can. I tried to withhold my own comments as much as possible. Y'all can react, but let's not get into it. It's going to be hard. can avoid it. Okay. It's going to be hard. I'm I'm going to referee. I'm going to keep us on track. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Here we go. The first line is, if it gets dark, I tell her to get an Uber. Okay. First line. So we are opening back up at the restaurant where we left off in the middle of their argument, remember, about Jordan being the toxic friend. Um, and I do sidebar here to say it is really a strange thing after watching the first season of The Kardashians because each episode of The Kardashians was a whole self-contained and like overly produced plot, right? Um and just the editing and like shooting style has changed so much over the past 15 years because we're just like dropping right back into drama that never happened in season one of the Kardashians. It was like a new month every time. Yeah. Um, so we're in a new era. That's all. So we're back at the table. We're back in this argument about Jordan being a toxic friend. She pushes back on Silas again, saying she is very savvy. She can take care of herself. She's not out here in these streets unless there's a check calling. Uh, And it seems like they settle it down a little bit. Everybody's fine. They leave the restaurant. Remember, this was a white party. So the white party is over. Love her. (sighs) On the way back to the – oh, gosh. I'm already – now I'm already into it with you. Uh, (laughs) On the way back to the house, Mariah is talking to her son on the phone in the car. uh, And she has him do these affirmations before bed. And she says, what comes to you abundantly? And he responds, love, friends, and money. And I do have to say that this child is, like, more healed than my whole 41-year-old self. (laughs) Uh, Like, what? Who is this wise man? Uh, Okay. And then they walk back in the house, and Jordan immediately says she's going to make herself a potato. (laughs) Very specific. And I thought I heard – like, I know we talked about it last time, but I thought maybe I didn't – maybe that was something I didn't understand, like slang or something. But no. no. She literally makes a potato – uh, and Amir follows up with the very understandable next question, which is, do we have cream cheese? And I'm so like, what? Yeah. For a potato? Don't understand. Yeah, I don't so get it hilarious. either. Okay, good. I'm glad that's not just something I'm not – that's like a thing I don't know about. No. Uh, they throw the hot potato around the kitchen. It's very playful. 
Uh, then we cut to a dark bedroom and Jasmine and Silas are unpacking kind of the, just the argument. Uh, and Jasmine is defending Jordan. She's saying Silas, her husband was the one out of hand. Then there is an unhinged montage scene that is literally softcore porn of J- Silas and Jasmine. Having <laughs> Summer sex. house after dark. That was wacky. holy shit. We see his butt. We see mm-hmm. like, the motion we hear noises like where i would be livid what are you doing i was in shock she's a wife so i was in shock i was embarrassed she's a wife honey yeah that is not wife behavior i mean (laughs) what (laughs) oh in the words of kim zolziak the ring doesn't mean a thing. Oh my gosh that was wild lock the cameras i feel like since time you know, in memoriam, folks have been learning how to block the cameras in reality show houses so they can have sex. I can't believe they showed that though. Maybe I can't they thought, they oh, they won't they, see. Like, who can you imagine my jaw editing was on that? The floor. On the floor. How rude. Talk about disrespectful, and we will. Um, so the next day, day three of 15, Jasmine's up cooking breakfast. She says she cooks for Silas every day and is a self described stay at home wife. They talk about their dating story and their love story. And Jasmine ups the I'm a wife auntie by saying, I am a Liberian wife now. Mm. And a side note that Silas doesn't play spades. Okay. (laughs) Amir goes to Jordan's room, convinces her to go outside and do some kind of activity. So they go kayaking. Amir is corny as fuck. That's all I can say about that. Stop. So corny. You remember last time, Keila, you accused us of being a mere apologist. I and did, now, but I may change my mind a little I'm bit. I'm sure oh you will. God. We're just going to keep dosy doing on these things. Men can be corny. They have duality. They can be corny and other Oh, they're complex creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other boys are hanging out. They're talking about Shanice and Phil. Okay, remember that Shanice and Phil are coming to the house later. They're the two outliers we haven't met yet. Nick says he was in Shanice's DMs, and we see screenshots. And one of his lines is, have you always been this fine? So apparently every fucking person is corny in the world. He's a DM warrior. Ugh, to he's say a DM the least. Terrorist. A terrorist. He is. He's a DM terrorist. That's correct. Oh, now I see the restrict, restrict, restrict. Um, the group takes an early afternoon shot, and then they talk about going bowling in the evening. I do want you all to count. If one of you all could tally while I talk, because I didn't do this labor before. Tally how many times I say the word shot and how many times I say the word disrespect. Uh, <laughs> okay. We'll see which one is more. It'll probably be shot. The new we'll miracle. see. Okay. Okay, they get to the bowling alley. Here's some things you should know. Bria has her support dog in a pink bubble backpack with air holes. Uh, oh she love. hangs it on a hook from the bar and the dog just like dangles there in this backpack. Everyone is much more into bowling than I would have expected. Uh, and they see bowling shoes that President Obama once wore. Okay. Bria is talking to Jasmine and Silas about her German boyfriend coming for the last week of the trip. She mentions that if he was there, he would pay for everything. And that makes Jasmine, like, kind of salty. She says she has her own husband to pay for things. Oh. Woo. Uh, Jasmine says that Simon can come if it makes Bria happy. But it's pretty obvious she doesn't think her relationship is serious. And in fact, in Jasmine's straight-to-camera interview, she says, I know she doesn't think – I know she thinks I don't respect her relationship. Of course not. It's not a marriage yet. Oh, my Ugh. God. Oh, my God. God. I can't. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> Literally burst into fire. It is so embarrassing to watch this. Um, 
Mariah tells the group that she wants to host a moon mass later that night. And then when they seem confused about what a moon mass is, she says, think of it as church without God, but you are God. And that definitely does not clear anything up. (laughs) She says that it's a hoodoo practice, so it's spiritual but not religious. Okay. Bowling is over. Back to the house. They're outside by a fire for the moon mass. It's obviously very cold. And I was going to say that earlier. I have a sense even during the day that it's kind of chilly. I don't know why that matters, but it feels like it adds this level of like discomfort to everything <laughs> of like, it's not as warm as they're making it look. Yeah. Making, I was thinking to myself, is it really the summertime? I don't, I think, I think Maybe we're in spring. Like late spring. Spring, <laughs> spring house. Like spring. Like, yeah. The way Jordan was so uncomfortable in the water, I'm like, she's cold. I think she's cold. Yeah. She did have pants and a sweatshirt on. I was like, are you getting in the water? I know. Yeah. It was water. all very uncomfortable. So they're outside. It's cold. I do love the spectrum of Mariah is wearing shorts. Bria is covered head to toe with blankets. You can only see her face. Absolute slay. Mariah says the moon is in Taurus, which means they can make safe spaces. She has crystals and she wants Milo the dog to shed negative energy. They do a reflection and Mariah asks if anyone wants to share anything. And I think it's Bria who says, I want to go inside. Yes, that was and the first group, thing that was shared. I think it is. Yeah. It's vicious. <laughs> the way they are just like, no, I don't want to be doing this. Again, these are the things that I would be triggered by. Uh, Mariah is, I think, clearly put out by that reaction. Uh, okay, so they go to bed. No sex scenes this night. It's morning time, and Shanice is here. And guess what time it is? It's shot o'clock, everybody. So they're doing shots. Uh, Shanice says because of her job, she can only come to the vineyard on the weekends. We do have to unpack how, how much everyone is working. I want to know if. Also, what is the job? What is the, she's a, she's a medical device salesperson, right? Is that what I saw? I don't know. I I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't catch that. They had it in her low, they had it in her lower third. But I want to go back. Now I need, I need one of our readers to tell us, uh, anyone who's watched a previous summer housery is. (laughs) Do the white people have to work still? Like yes, yes, they do. Uh, they do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So this good. is a common experience. Okay, because I'm like these folks are all like nobody got two weeks off. No, like no for the, to film this program. Okay, all right. So she has to work. She's ready to meet hot guys and blackout. Um, Nick is obviously taken aback by Shanice's appearance, and he whispers to Preston that she is not the same person as in her pictures. The girls talk about how they need to go out. They're all looking forward to Phil coming. Shanice asks Jazz about newly married life. And Jasmine says with a straight face that it is the most hard and the most rewarding thing she's ever done in her life. She's been married for 90 days. 90 days. Jasmine. Just wanted to point that out. 90 days. Mm-hmm. Jasmine came and she, she met this man a year and a half ago, like during the pandemic. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. They start talking about the other guys. Mariah comes in and she says she has the biggest dick energy and I 100% agree. I with agree that. with that too. I wrote that in my notes. I do agree with that. Good for her. 100% true. They start getting ready to go out. Mariah has decided not to go. Preston has a meeting so he can't go out. Mariah says she needs to decompress but she also has a lot of shit to do. It's clear she's salty about the moon mass shit from the night before. So, Okay. Mariah goes to check her laundry and discovers that Bria put her dog toys in the dryer with some towels. I am going to unpack this as detailed as I can because even on my second time watching, I'm like, 
what I want to like, what is actually happening when, right? There's escalation here. So Mariah says pretty calmly. So everyone's like gathered at the door about to go out. Mariah comes down. She says in front of everyone, I know you all are leaving, but Bria, your dog stuff was in there with the clean towels. Again, my impression is her tone is pretty calm. I mean, it's a confrontation ish right in front of everyone, but it's pretty calm. Bria's pretty immediately defensive. She's saying, okay, okay, all right, and? And Mariah says, my towels were in there too. Bria says, this is fine. This is clean. That's your personal problem. Give them to me. So she's kind of, she's clearly shook by this confrontation. She tries to take the dog toys from Mariah. Mariah's shaking her head. She said, it's your personal problem. And she pulls the dog toys back away from Bria. So now we're starting to like get in a little tug of war. Mariah says, we already talked about this. We already talked about it. Bria raises her voice a little scooch, and she has her finger pointed in Mariah's face, and she says, it's a you problem. Okay? The finger comes out. Mariah says, take your shit, shoves the dog toys at Bria. Bria pushes her hand away, and then Mariah shoves them at her body again while Bria says, watch your tone, watch your tone. Mariah says, you watch your fucking tone. Jasmine steps in between them, and Bria, like, screams, watch your tone, like, very loud and loud. Very angry. Then it gets chaotic. Everyone's yelling. Jasmine is still in the middle. Jordan is trying to explain what happened. And Bria and Mariah are still fighting. The men are coward in the staircase like absolute heathens and do nothing, say nothing. Bria says, call me a bitch one more time. And Mariah very calmly says, bitch. Because, like, what else are you going to do when someone says that? Sorry. Bria throws a napkin at her, I think, like a crumpled up something. And then the moment like breaks up and somehow everyone disperses. <sighs> okay. Very tense. Like I was, was just as recap. stressed the second time watching it. I'm really trying to track what's going on. <laughs> Shanice walks away with the mirror and says, I'm on no one's side. And remember that she, it's like Bria's friend. Like Bria is the reason she's in this house ostensibly. Uh, but she says she's on no one's side and then she gets in the car with the guys and leaves. Jasmine is upstairs in the laundry room with Mariah, and she's being an absolute nightmare of a diplomat. She's trying to, like, mediate the situation terribly. She accuses Mariah of trying to push Bria's buttons by calling her a bitch. Mariah says it was disrespectful, ding, 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 for Bria to have her dog stuff in with the community towels. So just to be clear, I think there was a group of towels some ta- I don't know that anyone had laid claim to specific towels because they're all very similar. And then Bria put the stuff in there with the group of towels. I don't know that any towel was actually like Mariah's towel, but it's like house towels. That's all I'm going to say. I can speak to this when the time Yeah, I was about to say. I have okay. some things to say about that too. There are delineations of towels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know how we can tell when they're all white. <laughs> um, the big group leaves for dinner. Mariah goes downstairs to chat with Preston, and she starts sobbing. She's clearly overwhelmed. She says she has a seven-year-old son, and if she's going to be away from him, it should be for a good-ass time, not refereeing a fight about dog hair, which she did start, so I don't think she was refereeing it. She literally started the fight. Uh, At the restaurant, Bria is mad at Shanice for bailing after the fight, for, like, not standing up for her. Bria storms off into the restaurant. Shanice is confused. She follows Bria inside. They're kind of hashing it out with each other. And then some random guy says, jean jacket, because <laughs> they're both wearing jean jackets. And Bria says, yeah, you feeling me? Buy me a shot. And suddenly they're taking shots with a white man. That was 
I feel like that's exactly what I'd be up to. That's exactly what happened. When Bria was like, buy me a shot. I'm like, oh, look at her. That's how I act when I'm out. She flipped on a dime. She is (laughs) mad. This friendship is on the rocks. Some man says the phrase jean jacket, and all of a sudden, we're good. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Back at the house, Phil is here, and he is like kind of chasing Preston through the house to take a shot. He is a maniac tornado. He's like running around the house. He lets the dog out. He's yelling things. Uh, Okay. And then we have to have this little flashback moment. So what we need to understand as viewers and audit girls is that when they first got to the house a few days back, Bria was on the phone with Phil, like I think just on the phone, not even FaceTiming, telling him about the rooms. And she described one of the bedrooms next to the pool table. And Phil said, hey, put a post-it on that door. Claim that room for me. And Bria did not do that. She said, I'm going to go get a post-it. And she did not. (laughs) So Nick comes in and throws a stuff on the bed. And now that's Nick's room, right? Phil doesn't know any of this. So he's confused by the room having someone, a.k.a. Nick's, stuff in it. I don't know why he's so confused. Like, I don't know why this – he's not – it shocks me that he's shocked that that plan didn't work out for him. (laughs) But okay. Yeah. Uh, Phil, Preston, Mariah take another shot before heading to the club, and Phil decides he's going to shit in Nick's bathroom and not flush it. Preston discourages this plan. Phil says, and I quote, he wants to peacefully disrespect someone who disrespected him first. Okay? So there's two disrespects in that sentence. Oh, gosh. Right? Uh-huh. Yes. The rest of the crew is out. They go to the club, which is like a very dead club, and to me, it looks literally perfect. I want to go to that club. <laughs> Absolutely not. So bad. Absolutely. No the vibes yes. were not good. No. We could, then you can make your own vibes. You can make your own <laughs> vibes. You're not committed to any vibes. More shots happen. So another tally for shots. Preston, Mariah, and Phil show up at the sad little club. Preston immediately tells Nick that Phil is trying to move his stuff. It is very difficult in this moment to tell if like anyone is joking, if all of them are joking, if they're all dead serious. Like – their vibes are all off, right? There's I cannot get a read on the men's energy with each other. Phil then immediately tells Nick that he shit in his bathroom. <laughs> Nick says he can't take him seriously in his sweatsuit, which is also fair. Uh, folks are dancing. Folks are taking pictures. And then Bria is really pissy because now Mariah's here. So she's mad that Mariah is acting like nothing happened. Uh, Jasmine pops her little head in to say very helpfully, black excellence is everything. At the end of the day, that's all I give a fuck about. Annoying. And then dips. Girl. <laughs> Annoying, Girl. unnecessary, Girl, ridiculous. That? Girl. What? Ugh. Live, laugh, love. Um, Bria's even more pissed because Jasmine's clearly fine with everything, even though her best friend, Mariah, pushed Bria. So like the, we're really getting like entangled here. Silas gathers everyone for another shot. And cheers to good vibes and a welcoming house. And he sounds like one of our clients I wrote here. Just really want good Stop. vibes. I want everyone to feel welcome when oh, clearly yeah. no one is happy and some man just shit in another man's bathroom. Like <laughs> Bria is sobbing. In She's sobbing. Oh. I have to point yeah. that out. She's sobbing in the club. Yeah. Yes. Crying. Because, But also, I have to also point out, because it's so subversive throughout, because – I feel like you're not seeing – they're not, like, walking around carrying drinks. These friends are, like, 10 shots in at this yes. point. They are so fucking many, drunk. So much They've drinking. been taking shots since earlier in the day. Yeah, but they don't act as messy as, like, white girls do. So it's harder for wow. me to tell. I would be on right? a floor wow. in a ball 
There's no way. I would need prayer. Mm-mm. Yeah, prayer. No, they seem like they have their shit together, but they, I mean, just by our count, it's 10 There's shots, no way. So. Maybe someone isn't really, maybe they're saying shots more than they're actually doing the shots. Wait, who doesn't drink? Know. Nick or Alex? Alex. Nick? Alex, Alex doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. See, and we're saying nothing of Alex because he's like, whatever. I mean, how is he even out with them right now? Well, he's getting. <sighs> yeah, we'll get to yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to Alex. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jordan tells Jasmine that she's, so they're outside. She, Jordan confronts Jasmine and says she's not acting right. There isn't a side to be on because Mariah laid hands on Bria. So then Jordan like lightly pushes Jasmine to show her like, look, when someone pushes you, you feel a certain kind of way. Right. Um, and I cannot disagree with that. Like even watching it, my like pulse elevated. Uh, and then she says that she fucks with Mariah heavy. And I gotta say, she says this. She says, I fuck with Mariah Heavy. I'm like, can they say fuck on the show? Wait, did she say that? <laughs> she did. She did. Yeah. And they didn't bleep it. it. No, they no. didn't. What? I requested it to be like, wait a the second. sex and a fuck were in this episode. Oh. But they've bleeped out other – like when someone says fucking, like that's a fucking whatever. They bleep it. But they didn't bleep this – I don't know. Like I a was lot like, of Phil's language got bleeped. Oh, I'm but, sure. Yeah. Because he was talking. Wait, so now that's allowed? I don't know. Or maybe it's on the stream. I know a little about TV ratings is you get like a certain amount before it has to move up. Like Mm. a rank. Like, so I think you get like a certain number and then production like argues with the authority about it. So I guess they, they kept, they could keep Jordan's and they could keep Silas's butt cheeks. But then a lot of Phil's nonsensical speech guy this is a wild yeah. show they can say the f word wild show. they can have sex well, on camera uh, i want to it see is. this readers we have good audit points but we could have audited this for 16 hours yes the rest of the season so much happened and you're not even finished with the, i'm sorry I'm not yeah let me job. yeah referee, whistle whistle okay i just have to say that then again jordan is like calling out jasmine she also tells her she also uses the word disrespectful okay so we're back at the house Nick goes in his room and he finds out that Phil literally did shit in the bathroom without flushing. Like he literally did. Disgusting. It's uh, my jaws on the floor. He goes downstairs, tells Phil to flush it. Phil starts to get defensive saying, Bria invited me and I told her to leave a note and everyone's confused just like we are going, but, but she didn't. So what's the point? And then he goes on to say, Okay, pretend there is a law against slavery, but you don't know because you live in the South and someone comes and says slavery is illegal, but you don't know that and you're just minding your business, slaving my slaves. Slaving my slaves. I was spinning after this line. Even Preston goes, what? What are you saying? He goes, no, 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 no. I'm making a point. And Preston goes, no, you need to make it. (laughs) This is not... And again, this is where you have to reflect and remember, these people are so fucking drunk. It's 3 a.m. So junk. It's 3 a.m. But the, he really thinks this is like a valid argument. Nick is pretty calm. I mean, Nick is pretty grown throughout this whole thing. Nick's like, is. this is very corny. And he walks away. Alex chimes, sober ass Alex chimes in from the couch that this isn't cool. He says something like, I know you think you're a comedian. And like, this is a, this is a valid point. And Phil starts to get agitated. And then Silas comes in, which surprised me. Here comes Silas. And he starts raising his voice, 
Phil tells him to sit his little ass down. They start to take steps towards each other. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This is Amir. 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 Yeah, You're right. Why did I say Silas? Yep, yep. Nope. your little ass out because Silas is in yes. the kitchen checking on his wife. No, 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 no. Yeah, Silas is in bed or something. Who even knows? You're totally right. Amir comes in and is raising his voice. I totally wrote the wrong name. That did surprise me. Uh, Phil tells Amir to sit his little ass down. They start to walk towards each other. And then we get a screen that says to be continued, which I find hilarious because then it's, it, it, it's an episodic show. <laughs> Every episode is to be continued. But I love when Bravo decides that a show gets that like that um, crown at the end of it <laughs> to be continued. Sit and your little ass down. Sent me to the moon. Well, I, I mean, because like, Phil, oh Phil is really tall. Y'all should know Phil that. Is Phil is very, very tall. tall. Um, so Amir, Amir does look shorter, but Amir is by no, I don't think by any standards, little. No, I think he's short. Like a little person. To the internet. I think he's short. I think he's, a, I think he's petite. Oh, is he? Please he's come built, out, though. No. Anyway, that's the end of this My episode. Goodness. And like, woo, Where day three, y'all. <laughs> Where to begin? I mean... <laughs> But do we want to start. start with the audible moments or do we want to start with our villains and heroes? Let's start with our audible moments and end yeah. up with our villains and heroes. Let's yeah. do it. And a yeah. little pop culture chat. Okay, so I'll I want to kick things off with my audible moment, and it is the Coopers are annoying. Um <laughs> they're so annoying to me, both of them equally. Uh Jasmine in this I'm a wife thing is I'm embarrassed for her. I wonder if she's embarrassed watching this because it won't stop. And I feel like out of everything everyone's doing, it's the most annoying part. Um, She speaks about Jordan or I'm sorry. She Silas speaks about Jordan and like, she's this wild party girl as if that's any of his business. And it's just like your wife was there. So wouldn't she be the same thing that you're trying to loosely accuse Jordan of being, but she's a wife now. So it's all right. And then also for Jasmine to not take Bria's relationship seriously, because I mean, it's not like she's married. Like, weren't you just like single, like less than a year ago? Like it was just, I can't with that. And then the after dark. Does she know that anyone can get married too? I don't like think literally. she does. I, I don't think she <laughs> does. Anyone can get married within an hour. She doesn't realize that. <laughs> okay. It's it's really Woo. annoying. And then um, them having sex. <laughs> what mm. about the conversation mm. that they were having led to that? Like, it was just like, wrapped it up, do girl. you think that? Do you think that um, I was being hard on Jordan? She's like, yeah, you're really just mad at me. Cut to the next thing. He's taking his clothes off. It was just too much. I, They're just, in general, two annoying people. And that is my audit. One of them. <laughs> I, I, I loathe to spend more time on the sex moment, but I do want the, the listeners to know that, like, he was, like, teenage humping her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was not like sexy sex, okay? It was, yeah, it was something. They are it was pretty bad. something else. It was pretty when bad. But she said she cooks him breakfast every morning. Okay, that's another mm-hmm. thing. Every day? Who cooks every day? Every single day. I guess I'm also, I would, I, I'm not being a stay at home partner. 
does entail typically work. Like you take on household labor, you do like emotional management, whatever. What does she do? It feels like working was so much of her career. And then she married Silas and then stopped working. Yeah. But she's kind of doing stuff with Mariah. I'm just curious. I'm this is not attacking. I'm just curious as like what Jasmine is up to. I also think that him saying that learning about how she was living in her car means that he needed to be the one organizing on. the finances. Oof. Oof. I felt Why did he say it like that? That was such a weird choice of words. It felt like judgment. Like, yes. you fell on hard times before I met you. You're obviously not responsible, so I'm going to handle this. And she's, like, shaking her head, and I felt so bad for her because I was thinking about a time when I was dead broke and going through things, and I it would have been awful to have a guy come in and judge me for that and be like, you're obviously not responsible. Let me pick up the slide. You know what I mean? Like it just felt, and then there's some level of self judgment. I'm sure that she has to get herself in a specific position where she's sleeping out of her car with her friend. And then you have this guy like, yeah, so I need to be the one. And it's just like, she's agreeing because she probably has self judgment about it. There's so much shame and like poverty, right? In those moments. And he has totally picked her up like at her shame spiral and is like using it. And now you're, yeah. 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 You were in the club. You were in the car. What are you doing? Now you make me breakfast. Yeah. Mm. So it's just a lot of You should be grateful. It was weird. Mm. It was, it was giving weird. Okay. What else? What other moments do you have? I will say, oh, also too, <laughs> with them, um, my other audit moment was the African-American versus Black American culture when they were talking about right. um, Silas had no idea that Black people take spades so seriously. So I don't, I think that it's just kind of, I thought about all of the audiences that were watching or are watching Summer House Martha's Vineyard and how the reason why I love this show so much is because I feel like things that are just true about our culture is showing up in such an authentic way. Um, and one of the things is, although Africans, you know, African culture and many different African cultures are so different from Black American culture, we look similar, but there is a, a difference. And I've dated my fair share of African men and learning their culture and teaching them mine, like how that is just so vastly different in so many ways. And I don't think people really talk about it a lot. And I thought it was really cool that they were acknowledging the difference between the two, even if it's in that little way. I will say that like Southern black culture is probably a little bit closer to like, from what I understand to be traditional Nigerian culture and like the elder worship, so to speak, we definitely were, raised to worship my grandmother she was the queen um or just like certain things about like the oldest of the family we talk a lot about that here on this show too but I just thought it was really interesting for them to name that because the cultures are so different we look similar but our cultures are really different Hmm. yeah I don't know I just thought that was interesting nothing to say just fully agree okay all right what do you got Okay, I have three things. The first was, 
Okay, so we still have cast members that we have not met yet. Even though Shanice and Phil are here, we wait, still wait. Yes, we have two other names that we haven't seen yet. Wait, no, 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 wait, hold on a second. What are you talking yes, about? Y'all check the website. Wait a minute. Two hold other on. Cast members we have not met yet. Okay, while you check, I'm gonna say okay. this. Okay. So Shanice joins the episode. I can't handle me. more. I can't handle it. I, I'm I just want you to know I to cannot handle it. Emotionally prepare. So Shanice comes in the house and she looks different than she does online. She just got off a road trip to get here. And Nick goes is like bothered that Shanice doesn't look like she does on Instagram. He's like mad at her. He's upset. <laughs> like, he's so he superficial. He's, yeah, like he's not going to make a move. And Preston was like, and you look the same on Instagram? And I just want to say this. There is nothing. This is a whole other episode we could have. There is nothing wrong with not looking how you look on social media. Most people don't. And I think it's interesting that we're at a point in culture in which we expect people to be done up all the time. Well, I'm going to say that. And when men who have to do the fucking least to look one way, right? Period. Like period. the Not way that Shanice has to do her eyelashes and her hair and her face, like Brown, all those things hair. to be an influencer. And Nick can be like, I tailor my pants and then he's fine. <laughs> right. Like I have green glasses. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What? The it's least. Like Shut up, Nick. And okay. She does look different. Miss girl puts on a beat. Okay, there's that. But mm-hmm. you don't get to say that about her judgmentally. I would say all of them look different than their promo. She's pick. so cute. Really? Also, by the way, like just so folks I know, she's cute. Different. Yeah, she is yeah, a pretty everyone girl. Everyone on this show is conventionally yeah. attractive. And I was going to say, very too, like, much so. One thing that I noticed speaking of their looks is um, I really appreciate, like, when they went out, I was looking at the girls and they had like low buns and ponytails and minimal makeup and a rack at the club yeah like like they weren't like in a world where there's wigs and long nails and eyelashes here to Timbuktu and just the ultimate makeup jobs that we all see like they the girls relatively look normal which I really appreciate when I look at them like you know and so for him to say that like she walked in the door looking like a person who had traveled like what did he want from her dizziness um speaking of dizzy this translates to my next point about when Shanice got in the car she picked out Alex as her man got in the car and left while her friend Bria is emotionally fighting for her life in the house (laughs) it just makes me think like y'all are friends but are you good friends Um, like there are very few moments of like and not by like good friends is like they're close but like good friends as like ethically good friends mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like Shanice, you knew Bria is the person who brought you in the house. Like you're not tapping into her. The fact that Amir followed Bria back into the club, the bar, and was like, "Let's just talk about it." And then when Shanice finally comes after Jordan and Jasmine tell her to go back there, he's like, "I'm gonna let you two work it out." But like, what's going on? Mm, okay, so I feel like Shanice is there for a good time, not a long time, and she's Absolutely. like, "Listen, and she said it." Yeah, she said you, it. I'm showing up. I'm only coming down for the weekends and you're already beefing with someone that you've had a chance to be, you know, to hang out with this whole time. Like, I just want to have a good time. I don't want to fight your battles, you know? And I kind of understood that. Now, when she was visibly upset and left the table when they were all out, I would have went and checked on my friend without being told. Like that would have been very natural for me to do. But when she's like, I have no feelings, 
she's giving the same chaotic energy, in my opinion, as Phil. (laughs) Just yeah, I agree. No, Phil and Shanice are perfect energetic match because it made no sense. Agents of Chaos immediately got chaotic Mm -hmm. and wacky Mm -hmm. as soon as they hit the space. Yeah, like it was Phil pointing. The alcohol bottle like a gun. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> I this house, I can't understand what's going on. Okay. Then my last point, I need to get to the core of this, the laundry of it all. Let's I go. Because that, yes. Two cats. I love animals. And I love my cats, my girls, above anything. Yes. One thing I feel strongly about is that you don't mix. I don't mix the girl stuff with my stuff. I don't mix the kitchen towels with my clothing towels. So I could see their beach towels. And I mean this in the, my heart of hearts. Their beach towels and their bathroom towels. And those things should not be washed together. Correct. And wow. correct. when those things touch, if those things are mixed in the washer, yep. that means I'm being incredibly generous and that there is a crisis because we need to get the laundry moving. Let me just say this. So I'm yeah. and already being nice. I, as a resident dog owner, I don't even wash Tucker's anything in my home. I go to a laundry <gasps> mat and wash oh, wow. all of his things there. Oh, wow. I always have none of his items even touch my wow. washer or dryer. Wow. I wonder if I should do that. Yeah. No, no, it's on him. No, it's everything, not. <laughs> no, no, everything it's not. has a different, everything has a different place. Yeah. It should not be touching. But tell and me, so, okay, stop. Pause, I get it. Pause. Pause. Culturally. Yes. I have to Please. understand it. Please. Why? Oof. Okay. I mean, where okay, do we I'm go? I'm going to say that this is something I've like teased out in therapy. and it has a little bit of history i think i know that historically american black folks have a history of cleanliness like our Mm -hmm. some of our cultural attachment to cleanliness is because we didn't have much yes and Mm -hmm. so for the little that we did have it was going to be clean a hundred percent and so Mm -hmm. that is like a a broad stroke of like a generational. Black folks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we don't play this. about that. And I think we said a little no, bit. I to know. This. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah, we, we, we will love our animals. Like, but like we said last love week, them down. they, you know, a lot of them, like I love Tucker to death, but he has his own bed. He'll never sleep in my bed. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's not mm-hmm. on my couch where there's can be dog for everywhere. There's, a place, a time, and a space for him and me. And they don't belong together in those oh ways. God, no. And yeah, it is. I, I don't know um, any black person. it extends? Per- what'd you say? It extends so beyond have- pets. It extends beyond pets, right? Like it's also, and this is my personal experience with my friends. Okay. Um, like if a spoon has a spot on it at a restaurant. You using oh, yeah, it and wiping it up no. for you sending no, it back. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sending it back. back. I always look at glassware, and it's not to be a diva. It's just like if I can control the cleanliness, and so I'm going to name this. Some of it's anxiety for me, but like <laughs> right? if I can manage the cleanliness, like why wouldn't you? Yeah. I also feel like I don't know how to say this without like getting into the weeds. Get into them. You can't eat at everybody's house, and I've mm-hmm. seen how other people. That's a, live. I feel like that's a black person's. Black person you, you can't eat at everybody's house meaning you can't eat at everybody's house because people don't clean right 
People aren't clean. People do not wow. clean. Black people don't and even I like don't potlucks. Know. We hate potlucks. Come on. There's I'm a whole thing about them. I, I will never forget when. I like trauma. Oh, it's so much. Like, I remember when there was a potluck happening at a, a company that I worked for many years ago, and all the black people got together, like, we're stressed. Okay, listen up. We know this person owns this animal. We seriously doubt that oh they're clean. God. We know that, like, oh we got God. together and had a huddle. We're like, all right, so who's bringing the what? And make so when it, the day came, we only ate each other's food. Oh, like, my God. Be immediate because we were like, mm, 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 mm. we don't think that they're clean like that. So it is a, it's a real thing. It is a, a thing. thing. Culturally, it's a thing. Like I said, well, I have cats and like yeah. my girls are not supposed to be on the counter. But if I'm about to cook, I need to clean the counter again because I don't know what they do when I leave the house. Exactly. But I understand yeah. if someone were like, I don't want to eat from your house because you have cats. I don't eat from people's homes who own cats. What? Wow. Yeah. Even me? Uh, well, I have, I'll, because I, because I, I know how you clean like you are, anyway. I'll eat from your house, Keela, but I, that's like a rule of Ew. mine. I will tell you the reason why, because cats have no boundaries. Like Tucker, I'll never walk in and Tucker won't be laying on my, my, my stove. Like there's just, there's. Mm. Girl, my cats. Or even no, on or even on my counter, like that's just not going to happen in my home. You, I need people to know I need to speak on my children's name. Okay. Dumb and Darla are not hanging out on the counter. That is not normal behavior. They don't get on the kitchen table. Okay. That's not occasionally. Because they're also black. Attention. They are they, they are. are black cats, yeah. literally. They yeah. Are. They yeah. are. They would never do that. But I understand. I still think like they're children. They need I need to do a double take of the counter. 100%. So this is developing, like I'm having light bulbs, right? (laughs) Awareness. And this is, it's generational, right? It it, is. It's it's ancestor stuff. Because do you know how European white people, like what's in our bones? Fucking filth. Literally (laughs) filth, right? Think of like medieval Europe. Oh my God. Right? Lice. We're sleeping on the floors together. Like... I mean, just gout, like just absolute filth. Wait, can I say something? Please. My, my partner, my boyfriend and I are watching Deadwood. Um, Okay. And basically it's like gold rush. And every time we watch the show, it's to the point where it's distracting to me. Is it nasty? Disgusting. They're nasty. Nasty. Seeing the sex workers, they're fighting and shooting in the streets. They're not washing their hands. That is our legacy. I'm I'm repulsed. I'm repulsed that not more people die just by breathing and eating in these establishments. And this is why, as a white person, when I see these things and I'm like, okay, I get it. And but like I'm also like, what do you think is gonna happen if there's a spot on your spoon? Like I'm literally curious about what you think the consequence of that spot on your spoon is gonna be. Because my bones and blood know okay. that we can survive. All the shit in the streets. So my ov- my mom is from the South. My always thought is you- I will get sick. Like the a- there's so much ambiguity. Like if you go right, outside with wet your, hair, right, you're going right, to get sick. If right, your baby doesn't have socks on, you're going to get sick. That's if not your true. neck not isn't possible. covered, you're not going <laughs> to get sick. So I see like um, a dirty glass and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get sick. That's okay. how you get sick. Okay. 
I mean, white people started the Black Plague, so like, I, it's possible. Yeah, it's that possible. it was an allyship. It was a partnership between white people and rats, right? See, exactly. Like they shook it was. hands and they said, "Let's mm-hmm. do it." Mm-hmm. Let's, and of course, let's, we called it the Black Plague because already, <laughs> already racist. <laughs> Woo! So all right, all right. That's my politics on um, church and state meaning towel separation. Yeah. And okay. I so you are team. It. You are team. Um. Mariah. I am. And I love, Bri- like I said, I, y'all know I really like Bria as a castmate and I stay in Milo, but it's gotta, it's gotta stop. Okay. So Bryn, give us some audit points. All right. Well, my first one is sort of a summary of some of the things you all have already said, but the, there's a theme across this whole episode that is like women cannot have anything nice in this world. <laughs> Literally nothing. (laughs) Corny ass men will either, A, think you're too much of a partier. B, take you out kayaking when you don't want to fucking go and it sucks. Or (laughs) C, they're in your DMs saying shit like, have you always been this fine? And thinking that's like flirting. Right? Points. I did not put this in the recap, but there's a moment when they're getting ready to go out and they're Silas and Jasmine are in the bathroom together. Um, And Silas says, damn, you're fine. You know that? And she's like, giggle, giggle. Why are you so cute? And then I'm like, the bar is in (laughs) fucking hell. That is not cute. That is not like worship. Like that is, we deserve so much more. These women deserve so much more than almost anything that's in that house. Being a heterosexual woman, and this is not to say being a homosexual woman is better or easier, but I can speak on being a heterosexual woman is a race to the bottom in this world. It is. They made a word. Garbage. Okay. And then, so then you add in also the Nick and his BS about Shanice not being the same person. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Who the fuck are you? Look at these women. These women are stunning. Like, yeah, they're beautiful. They're funny that, you know, all the drama aside, like this is a great group of women. These men, are pieces of shit. Like up when and down. Preston is great. Cool. Do like Preston. <laughs> when Nick say. said that yeah, Jordan needed something intellectual and all he could point to was being in her DMs and getting blocked. Wow. Because Amir oh. took her kayaking. I was like, what point did you think you were going to make? I don't like Nick. You said no. this last week. You said this last yeah, week. Yeah, I stand by it. I don't like him. No, he reminds me. Someday I'm going to forget who he reminds me of because he's got a wow. very specific vibe. A very You have a real world vibe. connection. This, you've seen this man before. I feel, you know what it is? I feel like I see this man. You know, we go, that Tiffany and I go to these conferences, these supplier diversity conferences. Oh, you've seen And I feel like before. he is this man that works for the, this like self important mm. gatekeeper kind of man, right? He's pretty yeah. into himself. I see. Yeah. He's definitely into himself. He's yeah, very superficial, yep. completely yep. annoying. Ugh, he's ugh, a stylist. That's why no one likes him. Yeah. No well, one likes him. He said that about Shanice, and she walked in and looked at Alex and was like, he is the most attractive man here. Like, oh, yeah. Nick no is one so is- insecure because nobody fucks with him. Right. Yeah. No one wants him. No. The feeling is mutual. She didn't even, she, and it's interesting because Shanice walked in and she's like, hey, Nick, like being nice. Yeah. And he was and being that's what weird. He's saying it behind he her was back. being weird. Right. And I'm like, you can't yeah. even. Also, you were in her DMs. At That's least right. perform. That's right. Confidence. That's right. That's right. Have you always Hotness. been this fine? What? 
I'm what are you supposed to say to that? I'm what are you supposed to say? Okay, nah. I will tell you that <laughs> it it is in my DMs. What? That wow. is a question that's being asked. What? Wow. And I will tell you. What do you say? What is the response? Say no. You say I'm like monster. Oh. You're the resident hot. You're the resident hottie. Stop it. I I'm just a single one. I I will say that um, <laughs> just I'm just single. That's it. Um. I will say, what do I say? Oh, I always say just, oh, thanks. Or I'm like, oh, I get, you know, my mom looked great or something. You know, like I was starting to make history lesson. Well, my, my, my grandmother looked great in, in the people in my family. Not your grandma. No. Why just, are you bringing up ancestors? Okay. Like, I'm like, no, don't I'm do like, this. Don't do I'm that. Like, they you don't know, deserve that. You No. Oh, okay. Desmond, you have a responsibility. I'm sorry to put this on you. I am. Because it's oh God, already hard in these streets. Wow. But you have a responsibility to train these men. You need to I, tell I them know. about themselves. All caps. The bar is in hell. Get out of my DMs. <laughs> it's, so, it's so low. It's so low. And tell them about themselves. Oh, thanks. They think they fucking did it. They're like, yeah, got her. Like, no. Or they just get send a bunch of fire emojis. No. Train these men. Emojis. They they do. Corny, corny. (laughs) Yeah. One guy, one guy, or they, they, some men take the approach where they want to be like the, they want to insult you because they think that's nice. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. You'll go and like put heart eyes under like a photo of me at the beach and then also hop in my DMs and be like, cover up. What? What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Literally happened to me last week. I was like, are you serious? What, what is wrong with you? What? Are you blocking yeah, so it's, it's, men? Yeah, everyone's restricted Play. that gets in there and, and you know, doing wow. the nice block. That is But it doesn't stop. Women it keeps can't going. have like, anything nice. Nothing. No. no. Nothing. No. Wow. Yeah. All right. My last out of point, and this is y'all. God. I really did say, I was like, I don't know if I want to, I kind of put it as like a half point. Because at first it started, my my point started as, I can't figure out these fights. I'm like trying to like navigate this. You talked about the laundry. And so I was, I was literally trying to figure out the laundry situation of like, what is the actual issue? And I do think, I'm going to say, I do think Mariah is still salty about Bria not being into her moon mass. And she's just looking for a reason to pop off on her. Okay. Absolutely. Because the towel, you can be grossed out by the towels. She was like, I'm going to confront this bitch. Like, it was. While they were leaving. The, the car was literally outside. I'm going to put her on the defensive. This cannot possibly go well. Um, so, like, it wasn't about, it was about the towels, but also it was about way more than the towels. She was trying to get back at her for shitting on her moon mess. Fair. 100%. Fair. So, I'm, like, a little bit navigating that. But then, like, we got to talk about the disrespect of it all. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Why yeah. is every single thing disrespectful? <laughs> what well, seems, what has been disrespectful? Yeah, give us a list and we'll tell you. Everything was well, so by house. It was disrespectful. Uh, this is I claim none of this to be disrespectful. Okay, okay. I think what's disrespectful is Silas talking about his wife like she's a broke hoe and um. I mean, that's, yeah, and Nick being mad at Shanice because she doesn't look as hot as he wants her to. That is literally <laughs> also, disrespectful, also, right? Also, clown behavior. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. here are things that I don't yeah. think are disrespectful. Oh, oh, I can't okay. wait. Nick putting his stuff in Phil's room when he didn't know okay. that Phil wanted that room. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not disrespectful. That's clownery. You weren't even at the house. I, right. Who are you? You snooze, you lose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't – you could argue to me that Bria putting her dog toys in there is sloppy. Um, disrespectful feels very loaded to me. 
Just because no, disrespectful, disrespectful to me disrespectful. is like that's I, disrespectful. So to me, disrespectful. disrespectful is I was thinking about you, and I don't think enough of you to do this. And I'm like, I don't think she was thinking about any of y'all. So like, which is disrespectful. Oh my god, yeah, it's disrespectful. When you live with other people and you don't yes. respect their boundaries, and when you live with other people and you touch their things, that's huge. At least and also, too, not to be, like, stereotypical or anything, but this is going to be stereotypical. Bria, you know how black people feel about stuff well, like that. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, nobody – it's one thing if you touch boundaries but that have been outlined and laid. We don't do this. We don't do this. And then you flagrantly disobey that. them. She knows she knows. She knows that. She knows, she knows that. I don't know. She, she lives in Germany wanted... with this white man. What if she doesn't know? But she lived in America. No, she's that. been black her whole life before she moved to Germany. Yeah. She knows. They also All are right. black in Germany, too. Like, mm. by the way, doesn't her boyfriend look like Dax Shepard? Okay. So that that is one disrespectful piece. The other, <laughs> I know. Okay. But then, so then the whole thing, I think the word disrespect was used several times in the laundry context. It was disrespectful of her to yes. do that. It was disrespectful of Mariah to put her hands on her. It was disrespectful of her to raise her voice. It was disrespect. Like it was, it was used, used, used about how disrespectful everything was. And I'm like, I don't, I feel like we're overusing this word. And it's just like you watching the show. Folks could spend their whole 10 hours out of their day calling things disrespectful and like demanding. Like, what? And also, what do you want with something? You want apologies? Like, how do we clear up a disrespect? An apo- you apologize. An apology and don't do Yeah, it you again. apologize. You apologize. I mean, it just it feels again. like we will spend three quarters of our day navigating the disrespect and apologizing for it. Also, how do we do that? When it doesn't seem that anyone ever agrees on what is disrespectful. I've never seen one person be like, you know what? You're right. That was disrespectful of me. I've never seen it happen. So it what seems like mean? saying something is disrespect. In this, nobody ever takes accountability for any of the disrespect. Or like, there's never a solution. It's just one person accusing another person of being disrespectful, getting mad about it. The other person being defensive about it. And then them calling that person disrespectful for saying that they were disrespectful. And I've never seen it get to a place where there's like an apology, a moment of clarity, amends, and we're moving on. It's just like shots fired every time. Okay, So I'll give two examples. When Bria and Jasmine got into it and then they got out of it, both of them are like, that was disrespectful. Okay, let's move forward. Then neither of them meant it. But that, sometimes that's how it just has to be, is the recognition. Right, exactly. Like, you just need to recognize that you pissed me um, off in this way. Don't mm-hmm. do it again. And that both yep. of you being like, don't do it again, is sufficient to move forward. Then when Bria and Mariah got over at the laundry, when Jordan stepped in and told Jasmine, that was disrespectful. Let me push you to show you how disrespectful it is. I didn't it's, like that. That was wild. And I'm surprised I didn't fight. But then Jasmine I would have was like, her. okay, that was disrespectful. And then Jordan was like, that's your friend. You go make it right because she didn't have to touch her like that. What do you think about that, though? I just felt like that was unnecessary. Like, why do Pushing? I have to make it right? Everyone's grown. I do think there's a lot of, like, avoidance. Like, like the argument style in the house is, like, conflict, conflict, but no... Right. direct resolution. Is that I what you're would seeing, disintegrate friend? in this house. 
disintegrate yeah, okay. into okay. a thousand pieces. Makes sense. And I can't tell if it's because I'm conflict avoid. Like, am I a fully healed person who doesn't feel the need to like call out every single thing that that rubs me the wrong way, or am I completely repressed person who is conflict avoidant? <laughs> That's what I can't decide. I can't decide. But like, I am blown by the. By the light. And again, they're on a reality show and they've been taking shots all day. So they are being encouraged <laughs> to name their disrespect, right? Like that is part of this. That is what the viewers want is for them to fight. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I know people in real life like this. Like, yeah, I know people that will fight. We all know people that will fight over a spoon with a spot on it, <laughs> like to connect two things. Mm. Um and it stresses me out. And it stresses me out for the people because I'm like, you are so stressed by this. Your anxiety is so high and you're so on guard that someone is disrespecting you. And maybe it is connected to what you were saying, Keela, even about the cleanliness, right? Like, yeah, you've been disrespected for mm-hmm. generations. So you're going to be. Right. We're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. So you're going to be real quick. But it's it, it it happens more in group I notice than out group I guess absolutely is what I see 100%. and that that yep. stresses me out. I also out. wonder like I'd be curious about the cast describes it, but I think they are very much people who seem like they just need to get it out, yeah, and name it, and they are not like living in anxiety about making mistakes. They're just like I'm going to tell you, how, I'm going to read you to Philip in this moment. And you can bring it back to me, and then that's it. I wouldn't sleep for days. I wouldn't sleep. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be walking. I would taking walks. I would be. I mean, they don't. Oh my God. <laughs> but then they were all out at the club. Like everybody went out. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. when Phil was telling Nick, like I shit in your toilet, Nick was oh like, "My God, oh, okay." Can we get and to then Phil? Went- <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's talk about Phil. Was he I, villains or he- are we in villains or heroes or is this? A yeah, we have to. Yeah, okay, totally. Let's just start. Who wants to start? Well, go, Jasmine. My hero is Preston, and the reason why is because I feel like he's an emotionally intelligent king. When Mm -hmm. Mariah started crying and he was like, can I hug you? Asking for consent. It's okay to cry. You don't have to apologize for tears. Mm -hmm. Calling um, Phil out. Like, you need to make your point when he starts going on about slavery inappropriately. Like, also disrespectful. Um, And so I just feel like he just... Even episode one, when he was talking about his idea of black excellence and and his perspective Mm. on it, that I agree. Like, I just, that's my hero. My villain is the agent of chaos, Phil. (laughs) We need a birth chart on Phil. Phil's giving Leo energy. Really? I think he's a Gemini. Oh, my gosh. I can see that, too. Loves to talk and make a point that doesn't always end. Um, and loves to have a good time. Give the Gemini. girls love him. The girls love him. And I, I love Gemini's. I think they're so fun. Yeah. And the girls love him. I think he's a Gemini with maybe some Leo placements. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. okay that's can my I share mine? Go. Go okay, for it. Readers, you're going to, you're going to be gooped and beguiled. My hero is Amir. Can't he believe it, it. He stepped it up this week when he followed Bria to go cry in the back of the shanty club. That was um, <laughs> that was good behavior. Um, when Jordan was just sitting in the house and he was like, let's go hang out. And didn't make it like a weird sexual thing. Like just took her on a kayak, which is not something I'd want to do, but I love that for no, him. No. And then lastly, standing up to Phil. We didn't really get a lot of direct conflict, but Phil was truly out of pocket. Yeah, um, that's true. 
I hate to say it, but my villain is Phil. Love the energy, but him coming in and pointing the alcohol like a gun when Preston was butt naked, <laughs> telling him to take a shot, running through the house, letting Milo loose. That was hilarious. Milo was room. getting the hell on. Milo was giving Phil the work. That was funny. Um, Phil is just so – Phil is someone who – you love to see out when you're like, okay, if Phil is here, we're going to have a good time, blah, blah, blah. Phil is someone that if I were staying in the same house with, I want to go home immediately. I wouldn't be there. I've actually I have in my notes. I would, if I were Preston, I, I would run to the room and lock the door <laughs> and send everyone a text. Phil has arrived. There is no way. No <laughs> way. There should have been like villain Group music in the background no. when he walked we, in. Mariah, he comes into Mariah's room and starts joking with her. And in her confession, she's like, I don't know this man. And he's <laughs> yelling about, girl, I'm going to stay in here too. She's like, no, you aren't. Like, I feel amazing friend to be at the club. Phil in my house, I'm in tears. I'm Phil crying. knocked on the door saying, she says, who is it, Mariah? And he goes, the devil? Exactly. That was terrible. That, exactly <laughs> that right. was. Phil, please exactly. come on the show. At least he knows who he is. I adore it. I could not, I could not live with that energy. But a night out? Sure. Fun. (laughs) I do. I do agree. I did at first. I'm going to tell y'all. At first I thought, Phil's kind of fun. He's got a little spark. And yeah, I quickly lost it. I took a dark dark turn. Uh Yep. Yep. I'm all the way out. All the way out. Okay, well, who are you your guys, villains and heroes? We all have uh, different. <laughs> we have different. Really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do. I do want to say. I, I. I love Mariah and Bria. I love Same. them individually. I, love I. I hate okay. this fight. I hate because I love so much about each of them. I think they are both the most stunning people I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Maybe boy. especially Mariah. I think Mariah is so beautiful. Um. I don't know what necklace she was wearing. I don't. Was it like a finger? Was it a pencil? Like that was. It was I a loved big, it. No it was idea. A big crystal. No yes. idea. Huge. Chaotic. Um. So many calorie shells in her hair. Like, okay. My episode hero is Jordan. Jordan. I really? love Jordan. What? Yes. what? I love Jordan in this episode. I did. I thought she oh. was consistent. I thought she was okay. classy. I oh. thought she, like. She kept her cool. She didn't seem as drunk or flighty. I think she did. She called Jasmine out because Jasmine is like, again, a surface, like superficial wife. Yes. Like wife girl. And I feel like Jordan was like very direct without getting heated. I don't know. I liked how she was defending herself to Silas. I liked everything about Jordan this episode. I think she's consistency for me. Maybe similar to how you felt about Amir. I'm like, Jordan showed up. Several times throughout yeah. this. Um, and she was – she's like, I wanted to be dancing. This is fucking bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> then go dance. She that. Point. She maybe that's, point. I was like, maybe that's what point. I was, like, resonating with. I'm like, are y'all really going to ruin my night with this? Um, yes. And my villain is probably Jasmine in this one because – Really? Fair. I think Fair. she's chaos. I just like Phil. Phil is, like, clear. You can see a feel coming a mile away. Yeah. Jasmine <laughs> – and her little like bullshit is sneaky, and she's meddling, right? She's meddling she in all now. these she things. She's a meddler. Yeah. She's a meddler, and she thinks she thinks that she's like the core of this group, and she's not good. Like she's not strong enough to be the core of this group. You well, know what I mean? Why does she think she's the core of the group? Because she's married. I don't. She's I mean, like remember her and Silas got there first. Like this is like her. 
Yeah, I thing. think she planned it and that she is like the core that links all the people together. I think I'm she annoyed. is messy like with a capital M. Her. Yeah. yeah. A villain who knows he's a villain, a.k.a. Phil, is one thing. A villain who thinks they're a hero is mm. a whole other thing, okay? So that's, that is my award for this week. We'll see you next week, but heroes, Jordan, villain is Jasmine. Can I make one point about Phil before we move on? Please. Phil being so drunk that he tripped up the stairs getting to the house <laughs> was so telling. To my- <laughs> I'm like, laughing because oh the minute God. he fell, I knew, I knew, I knew all hell was about to break loose. Energetically, I knew that it wouldn't be the same. I just knew. And it wasn't. Okay, it was so. Wait, like, okay, wait, wait, one more thing before we move on. I. <laughs> I just like the part when he comes out and feels like, I know you're going to flush it. You're going to flush it. Talk and like going on and and, like escalating the situation. I put in my notes. Does Phil think this is Oz? Like he's acting as if he's acting as if he's like the big man on the prison block. Like, why are you coming in speaking to these men this way? Like I completely felt Amir like, we built this, like we're having this connection and you come in here, you're ruining it. Like it was just, uh, anyways, I just also, had Nick to say. Nick was like, not going to fight. He was going to flush it, which I thought was funny. Like Phil's form of antagonizing. What would you have funny. done? Would you have just flushed it and move on with life? Or would you have Absolutely. like, I do not want to fight. It's oh, I would have made a big deal about morning. it. I feel like uh, right. No, that is di- no. that is actually disrespectful. <laughs> that is disrespectful. Now that's disrespectful. Oh, wow! 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 Yeah, what an episode! What an episode! Love them. Um, okay, so I just want to hop into a little bit of pop culture news. Okay, I feel like there's been a lot going on in so many other universes. Uh, the skinny on. You know, Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman and their divorce. It's Obsessed. heating up. It's getting nasty. It's getting out of hand. She's recently called for a drug test. So I'm trying oh to understand God. why is this getting so bad? Um, Croy wants full custody of yes. the kids, as I believe he should have. And oh my God. Kim's saying that she's not going back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta full time, which is ridiculous because you need the money. It's just Wait, a tell lot people going on. Why she needs the money? She needs the money because Kim Zoziak Bierman, along with her husband Croy, um, they owe the IRS one point one million dollars, and then they owe the state of Georgia. I believe it's fifteen thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the number, but yes, keep going. And so. Now they're getting a divorce and everyone's speculating on why, but particularly everyone thinks that it's because of the money issues because they put on this lavish life, you know, front in front of people for so long. And then Bethany Frankel enters the chat and does this rant. She did make a point with this. The rant was nuts, but she did make a point. (laughs) Yes. She makes this rant about people and fronting and stunting and all show and no go and good for them. And she hopes the IRS gets them and, you know, all of these things. It is. (laughs) It's just been very crazy. So I've been keeping my eye on that. And then I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention the season finale of Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. I don't know what is going on. Now, if you don't know what's going on, all you have to do is tune into the Today Show 
What? Which is where Ariana Maddox was interviewed on this week. I mean, it is everywhere. White House correspondent dinners. It's all, what? it's everywhere. So if you are the, live, you have to be living under a rock at this point to not at least understand the matrix of it all. And I will say that I have friends who've never watched a season, never watched an episode that have started from episode one, season one this week because of everything that's been going on. And I will say that this week was the finale episode where we got to see Ariana and Tom Sandoval, AKA Scandoval, um, (laughs) speak to each other about this. I watched this clip. I watched that clip. Yes. I've Mm -hmm. never seen someone cheat and have a seven, eight month long affair and somehow find it in their soul to make it the partner who's getting cheated on. It's their fault. And she was so good though. She was so like collected and direct Mm -hmm. and like to be only a, because that was filmed only a couple days after it broke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just a couple days after. She was like. She, I don't, I thought she was a queen. I don't even know any of these people. And I only watched that one clip and I was like, damn, he is scum. Scum of the earth. Yeah. And, and he's she on was tour? so composed. Like he keeps playing shows. He has not been home. No, they still live together actually because <gasps> they're trying to sell the house. And she oh, said that there's no. the go between his assistant. One of her really good friends are the go between for communication. They don't speak, but they still exist in the same home. She's dating someone that. new. Wait, um, oh, yeah. She's dating someone new. It's just, it's so wild. And anyways, okay. next week is the um, the part one of three of the reunion show. And if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, I would say watch the reunion show because they'll get into all the details of why this has been such a big deal. But I was watching as if it was Super Bowl. I had my snacks. I'm screaming. I, I was losing it. They're like <laughs> texting everyone who's watching. I was just like looking at lives of people who are like, we're down five. We had a countdown going. I mean, it was one of the most exciting things of the week. So anyways, if you don't watch it, watch the reunion and let's chat about it. Hop into the DMs because I need pe- more people to talk to about this. Wow. Wow. And that's okay. my pop culture stuff of the week. I've got to watch then. You do. So freaking good. So good. Um, Yeah. And shout out to everyone who isn't watching Summer House, um, but listens to us and feel compelled to do so. Love that for us and for you. We love you. Yeah. Um, Okay. So that's it for this week. I think that's it. Does anyone else have any pop culture moments that they want to share? No, I like feel so like I got everything out. Like I feel very purified now. Great. I do. I feel clear. I feel clear. I am. I am over here furiously still trying to find Phil and his birthday, but we'll have to open up next, <laughs> next week. I want next week we'll have all everyone's birth charts next week. We need a group birth chart. Yeah, oh, that would be. I'm so gonna great. find it. I'm trying to f- hunt him down. So stay tuned, <laughs> auditors. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening this week. As usual, follow us on the Pop Culture Audit on Instagram and rate and review us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And we will check you out with episode three next week. Okay. Bye reader. Bye. Bye.